welcome to a special interview episode of LocoCast.net. My name is Craig Maloney. Recently, we got the chance to speak with Michael Fisher, or Fish, at Ohio Linux Fest. Fish spoke with Rick Harding about free and open source software and how best to use it in an educational environment. All right, so I'm here with Michael Fisher, who's, you said, call you Fish? Call me Fish, sure. Do you sure. swim? <laughs> I love to swim, yes, awesome. but I've got the kind of body that makes me do it in private. Oh, all right. Well, that's what pools in your house are for, right? Um, exactly. So, you know, um, Michael, I wanted to chat with you because you have a really interesting presentation here at Ohio Linux Fest I haven't seen before. You actually brought some students with you from your local school where you guys have been playing with some open source and really getting the kids involved. And I find that extremely fascinating as someone who's uh, had to had to fight trying to find open source in colleges. The idea of, I mean, what, what level school, can you give me a little background what the story is with this? Sure, uh, Eastside Technical Centers in Lexington, Kentucky, we're a Fayette County Public Schools. Uh, most people would think of us as a vocational school, but okay. we don't do that really anymore. And we've moved into the, quote, technical fields. Um, I teach uh, sophomore through seniors from nine Fayette County high schools, plus Jessamine, Woodford, and Scott counties in Kentucky. Okay, so do the students go to like a normal high school then come to you for part of the day then? Is that how that works? That's exactly how it works. Okay. Uh, I have two classes a day um, from about 8.30 in the morning till lunchtime uh, and then from after lunch till the close of business. Wow, so it sounds like some serious lab time and stuff involved here. Right at about three hours a day, yeah. Woo! So, um, so what are you uh, teaching there then? What are you teaching the, the kids here? Uh, well, I stay vendor neutral. I aim at the CompTIA Net Plus uh, certification for the first semester's work. In the second semester, we focus on CompTIA's Security Plus certification. Wow, so sophomores and stuff out there getting their certifications. That's cool. It is cool. So, I mean, here you're talking a lot about getting open source involved and, and using some of those, you know, those tools and getting them trained. I don't want to say trained, but uh, at least exposed to some of these, you know, the technology and stuff. Have, have you found, I mean, how, I'm, I guess I'm kind of floored that you can find students that are interested in this kind of stuff. I, you know, I, there's a, you know, vague, you know, the, the students these days just aren't really into, you know, a lot of this technical stuff. They, they, they grew up with video games, not with compilers and, and, and magazines with code in it. Exactly. Well, you remember Compute's Gazette. You know, we used to get a magazine <laughs> that came with programs, but right. you typed them in from the back. Um, you're absolutely right. You know, it's not for every student. Um, uh -huh. By definition, you know, when, when you talk about networking and security, you're really appealing to a pretty small population of people. So do they, do they tend to know what they're getting into when they come in here? Or, or do you get a lot of people that are just like, I don't want to take more of something else in, in, in school. I want to go take something different. Or You know, we, we don't get a lot of anything, but we get a lot of everything. <laughs> um, we, you know, I, I will visit high schools that uh -huh. we serve, and I will talk to what you would think would be the appropriate classes, your, your computer programming classes, which are very basic entry-level type classes. Yeah. And we let them know there's something more, that if, if something has piqued your interest and you want to know know more than just how to type IP config space slash release in a Windows machine, right. that there is a way to get that. Okay. And you know, you take my class. Right. Awesome. How do you how did they get exposed? How do they know that it's out there? Like well, how, how do you publicize? Wow. Um, we do everything we possibly can do. Because the course I teach is an elective, it's right. very often difficult to find students that can even fit it in their schedule because right. it's so long. Yeah. We, we will visit high schools. Uh, we, we take advantage of every media opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, word of mouth. Um, okay. 
you know, I'm probably not the most popular teacher ever, but I do well enough with the students, I think, that they, they tell their friends, and that's right. what you're looking but that for. that was fun. That was a cool class Yes. I, yeah. Well, I try my best, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Very cool. Um, so do you work with then, like, things, are you, are you interacting then with, like, the college level as far as, like, looking at what you're looking to train them for or to help prepare them for? Or is there any kind of direct map that most of your students tend to come to you and then go on to a certain CS program or something in a local Kentucky college or anything? Or is it just purely come here, get this, it's, it's not really part of a middle step? Like, what's the idea, the idea when they leave? The, the vision I have is, is more than a map, it's an atlas. Um, we uh, at Eastside Technical Center, we are a, we have two missions. One is college, one is career, and we need to we need to make sure that the men and women that go through our school are ready for both as they choose. Um, I have seen some tremendous successes with students that would leave high school and go straight to college, mm-hmm. and then seen equal success with students that went to work and then used that as the foundation to launch a later post secondary career. Okay. So, from a parent's perspective, um, this is kind of interesting because I know myself and I have some friends and things that are, you, you know, would like to see your kids exposed to open source software and more advanced, more than an Excel class they can kind of get in your basic, you know, college, you know, not college curriculum, but uh, like high school curriculum or something, you know. And so, as far as like helping out, do, do you find that, is it generally better to like go hunt out some kind of option like this, like a, like a technical school related around the high schools? Or, you know, have, have you had much exposure to... Uh, parents or, or people getting involved with the with their own local school trying to bootstrap some kind of after-school program or you know I guess I, what I'm asking is if, I, if I'm a parent I would like to try to help like what how do how do I get involved how would I you know help provide resources or something that could actually you know make a difference the biggest difference well, that's a tough question <laughs> you know the, the the biggest difference a parent can make is is being there and encouraging right you know Teaching is actually really easy to do. Mm-hmm. Motivating a teenager is not is nearly impossible, right. and it's in the motivation that success or failure lies. So, if a parent if a parent comes into the classroom and is just there actively engaged with their right. their son or daughter, that that example that's set, mm-hmm. that willingness to be a part of an experience along with their kids speaks mm-hmm. volumes mm-hmm. and. You know, so I guess to, to answer your question yeah. in the longest way I possibly yeah, can, no. man, um, you almost have to do nothing but but show the support, be there, and gotcha. even okay. when it's hard, sometimes go to the open houses. Right. You know, call the teacher, get in there, and and just get your hands dirty as Very a parent. Cool. Um, are there any resources that parents or kids should know about? Like, you know, I'm not from Kentucky; we're out in Michigan and everything. You know, are there any like national? you know, places that are good to find out if there's some kind of school or program or, or summer school or something that might be great to get involved. You know, I find the biggest thing is trying to just get exposure to kids, right? Because if you if you run through a certain, you know, trail and you never run across open source and things, all of a sudden someone brings it up and you're like, oh, I've never, I've never learned an alternative. We always joke that you have to get Linux people like, like, like Windows does, give it to them in school for free so they get hooked on it and then yeah. move on. And if that's all they've ever known, then they're afraid to go outside that box. Are there any kind of good resources to, to help provide exposure? Um, okay, so are we talking about exposure in the education system or exposure I, I at so. all? Well, I, I guess 
I, I'm combining education system as far as like, you know, uh, there's a, a good resource to go, hey, are there any summer camps or any technical schools in my school district that I'm not aware of? Or are there any after school programs? Is there, is there any kind of central resource that I could go to to find, you know, good education or non-education programs to get my kids exposed with? Not to the best of my knowledge. Um, okay. There, there's such a varied experience from city to city. I would always start with a local Linux user group. Okay. Um, that seems to be the best resource for all things Linux. Mm -hmm. um, talk to your school's guidance counselors. Find out specifically what technical or vocational, sometimes they're still called, schools are available. Um, you may meet resistance. Don't overcome that resistance and, and just demand a good answer to that question because those are the hidden gems in our society. Yeah. Awesome. Do you know, um, obviously we're, we're software developers, a big part of us here. Do you know if there's anything kind of equivalent for getting kids involved in programming? I mean, you sound like you're talking about network certification and stuff. It's very hardware orientated. Mm -hmm. Is there anything to get kids, you know, programming and stuff early that might be kind of equivalent that you know about? Not to the best of my knowledge. And part of the problem with, especially with open source programming, is there's so little knowledge in the traditional education system given to the teacher about open source. Right. So, you, you know, if you can imagine that, that high school student going to college, learning programming, and going back to high school, their opportunities for exposure to open source were limited, so their knowledge of it is limited when they're right. teachers. Right. Um, you know, the Linux user group, again, yeah. it's, you know, we're all about community. And no, definitely. Open source is community. Open source is community, exactly. And somewhere in our community, probably within a half mile of your house, mm -hmm. there's somebody doing a little part-time coding for the Mozilla Foundation. You know, we, we need to be able to communicate better. So... I'm gonna I'm gonna guess I know your answer, but as as an old fogey, I look around at kids these days and I shake my head and I'm like, oh my goodness, and I worry about you know the kids aren't growing up with the low level stuff that we grew up with or the exposure to tool, you know it's all about the higher level and, and the easy and you know if I if I wasn't for video games, I don't know that my brother who's a who's a teenage you know kid would would touch computers at all. Have you found that to be true or are, are it just a matter of finding the right gems or? Or, or is there hope for the for the future of society yet? Well, there is hope. Um, you know, we're here at OLF, and I was privileged to give a presentation, not just by myself, but with the students that came with me. Very cool. And it, it's, it, it's really easy to look all amazing when you're surrounded by amazing people. And I would like to remind you and every other parent out there that there's only one place to find gems, and that's in the dirt. Right. You've got to get through the dirt to get to the gem. And I'm going to quote a guy named Randy Pausch who wrote the last lecture. He said, if you give anyone enough time, they will amaze you. Right. And I, I have absolutely taken that to heart. And I can show you examples uh, just in and out of every school year of students that just for whatever reason couldn't transfer out. They right. didn't quite fail. And somehow a, a, flip, a, a switch flips in their senior year and they suddenly realize, oh crap, this high school party is going to end. And when it does, what am I going to be ready for? Mm -hmm. And you, you do your best as an instructor to shine a light on that mm -hmm. and to let them know that, you know, secretly, parents, we all want our kids to move out. Yeah. I mean, oh. I, well, we do. You know, yes. I mean, currently I have a son occupying the place where I know my pool table is probably going to be going, you know, and I'm anxious <laughs> to get it. You know, I'm just kind of waiting for the time to run out on the clock. But I love him. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we, we need to, to, to get them to realize that sooner or later you have to put your grown-up pants on and fend for yourself. And, the, and, you know, 
if anyone knows the secret, by the way, I'll leave my mobile number with uh, with, with, with him, and yeah. you know, by all means, call me because I need to know. Right. So just remember, you have to dig in the dirt to find the gold. So. Off that Ohio Linux Fest, have you been here before? Oh yeah, this is my seventh conference. So you've been, is that since the first one? That's my first presentation. <laughs> oh no, no, but I mean, is this is that the seventh conference, is that the, is this, no, is that the th first Ohio Linux Fest? No, this is my seventh OLF. Okay, so you've been coming for a while then. Yes, I have. So you can vouch Ohio Linux Fest, very awesome. All it, of you guys that are not here should be getting here. It's 32 kinds of incredible. Um, the diversity of the crowd, the, the atmosphere, the energy, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter whether you're there with a group of people or maybe you just want to come explore it on your own, even on a Saturday as an enthusiast. You know, you'll get a chance to talk to, to the community managers from Red Hat and Fedora, to be able to meet the Don Vosbergs from SUSE Linux, you know, yeah. um, not to name drop, to be able to sit even listen to John, Mad Dog Hall. John that is, is awesome. an incredible experience. Yes, he is very good. So what's your favorite thing you've seen so far this, uh, this Ohio Linux Fest? My favorite thing? Watching my students who have never been to a technical conference on any level, watching them socialize and feel comfortable with men and women that are very different from them, that have different experiences, and to get in there and have fun. Now, that's kind of biased, of course, to this oh, yeah, conference. No. But you know what? I have to say, as, as someone who's been part of this community, who comes to the conferences and helps give talks at conferences and things, uh, it's, it's uh, very awesome to see because all too often, I tell people, oh, I'm going down to Ohio for a conference this weekend, like, oh, for work or something? Well, no, just because I want to, because this is fun, because this is uh, interesting material, it's things that I personally want to just go do and learn and, and, and expose myself to, which blows so many people away, like, wait a minute, so you are on your own going to get in a car and drive where and, and listen to a bunch of people talk what kind of geeky stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So to get your kids exp exposed to this kind of thing here, it's just awesome. Um, I hope, definitely hope they turn into... Uh, presenters and stuff in the future. Uh, I'd love to. And remember, they're volunteers. Out of the four students that are with me, two of them have already graduated. One made sure he was off work and drove Very from cool. Cincinnati just to be here, just to support Eastside in what we're trying to, to tell the world about. Right. So that's an incredible experience from my point of view. It, it just it fills me with awe. Awesome, man. Well, I got to say, uh, good work. It's awesome to see the story. It's awesome to say that there is perhaps a future for uh, for the kids after all. And thanks so much for sitting down with us. All right, man. No problem. Have a great day. We want to thank Fish for taking the time to talk with us here at localcast.net. To learn more about the Eastside Technical Center, head to www.techcenters.fcps.net slash eastside. That's eastside all in word. For localcast.net, my name is Craig Maloney. Thanks for listening.